James Madison completes a 14-point comeback, down 28-14 in the first half. James Madison wins over Maryland Eastern Shore, 70-59 inside the Atlantic Union Bank Center. I'm Corey Spector, now joined by James Madison head coach Sean O'Regan. How are you feeling? Well, um, Corey, I feel better now. Um, you know, the result is, is, a, is a good one, and, and you want that every time, but... Um, it's not how I wanted it to go, and uh, I guess I don't get to choose all the time how it gets to go. But, um, you know, I think, I think part of this team, what I'm learning about this team is, is that um, it's not going to be a regular regular year. And what I mean by that is, is I think the strength of this team is the depth. Um, and, you know, you, you use probably one of the worst games Kiki Jefferson's played statistically, mm-hmm. um, maybe in a career. Um, and, and we find a way to step up and win the game with, with performances like Peyton McDaniel, who, you know, I don't, I don't want to compare, but I don't know if we win this game last year, right? We, we didn't have her running around to go eight for 12. Um, we didn't have Caroline Germain running around with nine assists, running the show, keeping a calm, uh, defending her tail off. Um, you know, I, we didn't have depth inside to go to Cheyenne Rowe down the stretch, who did nothing but come through for us. Even even going to Khadijah Torre, um, who who makes a great pass out of the post to Peyton McDaniel, right? So um, Amira Williams was huge in the in the run we had at the end of the second quarter. So um, my point, right, is that there is depth, um, and most coaches, myself included, um, you know, I, I didn't plan on having a box score that's that's 11 deep every night and increasing. Um, but that that's what I learned today. It's, it, we had we had Kiki's back. Kiki didn't play great. Susha didn't play great. But um, right, like we we got your back. And and now um, you know, be, with Peyton stepping up, Carolyn. I thought Carolyn played a wonderful game. Um, and then and then Amira giving us really good energy. So um, am I am I happy? No, I wouldn't say happy. I would say. Um, we're learning we're learning and, and we're going and that that's all that matters and that's something that you know we weren't really able to to do last year is is learn and win you know we're, we're taking we're taking hits on the chin last year and and trying to pick them back up off the mat so at least you got a pep in your step you can learn a lesson um and uh you know i i, I got a lot of respect for what they did they played really hard they came at us and they hit they hit every, i mean we were trying to control the paint i thought we did that i thought they hit more jump shots than i've seen them hit in in the five to six games that I watched on film. So um, a lot of, lot of stuff we got to work on, um, the glass being number one on my list. But go ahead. Yeah, 35-35 tie in, in rebounds. You outscore them in the second half, 40-22. to 22. And so I'd imagine you tell me that in the first half it's more on you guys than what they did. But you told your team after shoot-around today they're not cupcakes. It's not. They it's have not. Division One players. They have scholarship players. So – Aside from making a, a couple of miraculous bank shots from outside the free throw line, mm-hmm. what, what did they do in the first half? Well, um, one of the, 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 if you want to talk technical, they really did a good job um, ball screening with our f- our five as the screener because we were drop coverage. So it allowed their guards, mainly Haynes, who's a who's a heck of a player, to come off. If you're going, they, they would screen rescreen. So even if you went under the first one, it's really hard to get under the second one. Now it's deeper. It's like below the free throw line, and now the kid's shooting a 12 foot jump shot. And she's athletic and really good. So um, 
that was what I thought their game plan was. They hit us with that. And, yeah, they of course they made a couple shots that, that I was, you know, you're rolling your eyes about. But that's, that's part of the game. Um, we switched our ball screen coverage second half to just switching um, because now, I mean, you still might be able to score on the post on a switch, but there's no uh, freedom in front of you. There's no perceived openness, if you can understand. There's still somebody in your yeah. – in your space so um that was the first thing but they took it to us on the glass they're up at, at halftime they're up on the glass and and i thought they were scrappy i thought they came for us and of course when you when you hit a bank shot or you knock in your first shot you got a little bit more pep in your step um i thought if we could just be solid and continue to to just whittle them down with stops i do think i, I thought we we would end up on top but um they just they just did a really i mean the kid comes in here she's 11 for 15 yeah yeah well done you got you got me man and uh you know, Jala Bannerman had, had been a camp kid, um, so she came to camp, but she started two for two and missed her next ten shots. So um, I was worried about her at halftime. I was like, oh, boy, this kid's going to, you know. But um, I thought we, we turned the screws down on her. And, and again, Haynes, Haynes is a good player, man. And, you know, I, I was I – was, as much as I, I loved the two missed free throws at VCU and I got those rimmed out, I didn't get many rimmed out today. I thought everything that they threw up was was going in, including like the end of the was it the end of the half uh, where she threw in the floater, end of the third quarter. I, can't, I think it was third quarter. Um, but safe travels. Um, so no, they, they they were good. I thought they had a good game plan. I think he's. I mean, he's been coaching for for years, yeah. um, and uh, I think they do a good job. I mean, that you can't you can't not you can't you can't be a bad basketball team and and be down one with with 35 seconds to go to Drexel like you just can't do that like you have to be a good basketball team in some respect um and so I I had respect um I just thought you know you 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 see what we can be like without our our um focal point right the head of our snake which is Kiki um but I think what a perfect way to learn who we are without Kiki um, you can do it while you win, right? So, so we had to play the, basically the whole first half and the whole third quarter without her, um, and, and we figured out kind of a way to, to find a way to get this thing done. So, um, I thought we we got better. I thought we got better today, and uh, we're going to continue to get better because we we need to. Sean O'Regan joining us on the post game show after James Madison's seventy to fifty nine win over Maryland Eastern Shore. So, I've got a couple fly on the wall questions here for you. So, first, in a PG version. <laughs> what did you say at halftime? Uh, I said we need to be better. We need to pick it up. Um, and, it, yeah, um, with some gusto. With some gusto, Corey. Um, it wasn't, It wasn't. Um, you know, I thought about giving them the, hey, you're fine. You know, we've, we had some adversity. You guys pulled it back together. But it, it, to me, it was like it, the mentality had to change. And, and we weren't being the aggressor. And, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say it like that. I, I just I think we we came out like it was like we're playing Maryland Eastern Shore instead of playing Maryland, and I tried to guard against that all week. And it's like you can't do that, um, especially where we're trying to get to and who we're trying to be. So um, the halftime talk was a stern one. Let's just say that, and that's the PG version. Okay. And then we've mentioned many many times before Kiki Jefferson's leadership style, mm-hmm. but we haven't faced a situation like this where. We observe a game that Kiki's not performing well because she's on the bench with fouls. So when she is on the bench, what type of leadership does she provide her team? What's the communication like over there? Um, I thought she did she did a good job with that. I think it's um, 
been really hard for her in situations like this. Um, just because it's it's not like she's the example kid all the time, right? So she's the one out there being able to lead by example. And I think it's a challenge for her to lead by sitting yeah. <laughs> and, and watching. Um, and, you know, I don't exactly know. I can't wait to get to the bottom of, of her, her facial expressions because I thought her demeanor, even in the fourth, it was like, look, you got two fouls to give. We're on the way back. I'm going to run stuff for you. You know who I am. And I told her at one point, I said, if, you, if, you're not, if you're not here, like I can be, you can be a decoy all day long. I'll figure out something else to do. Um, but that's just not, this is not who, who I am and who she is. And so, um, I thought she was good in, in, in years over there on the bench. She, she wasn't up and, and being exuberant because I think in her mind, it's like, I'm letting my team down. I'm not out there. And that's, that's how she helps us. Um, so good, a good growth experience for her too, I think. So you're obviously, you're not going to go hold her hand and spend the rest of the day with her, <laughs> but, no, but no. she walks off the floor today. She goes to the locker room, takes off some of her equipment and she gets ready for the rest of the day. What's she feeling? What is she doing? Give us a picture of, of what you think that is like for her. Well, um, number one, you know, she's, she's, she's about, and she's our leader, but she's about one thing and one thing only, and it's, it's finding a way to win. So I, she's not going to be in there crying. She's not going to be in there head down. Um, it's, now, she's going to have her own self-reflection for sure, like she, but she, like she always does, and that's like the, the – kind of machine mentality is like no you're gonna get up you're gonna go to bed tonight just like you would if you had 35 and you're gonna get up tomorrow and we're gonna watch film and we're gonna get better and we're gonna come out and we'll probably shoot tomorrow because she'll want to get everything straight but um it the funny thing is it has nothing to do with her her technical things um you know i, I thought it was i thought it was all aggressiveness and mentality today and that's 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 what it is but good lesson learned we, we and we got your back the best part about this is she's not sitting in there like i let y'all down She's sitting in there like, thanks for getting my back, right? And there's two, there's two very different um, narratives um, that, that come out of that. So um, that's, how, that's how she'll be. I mean, she'll be, she'll be fine. I'm sure her parents are here, and they'll go get something to eat, and, and her dad will tell her <laughs> she stunk it up today. Um, but, but um, no, she, she, she'll be fine, and, and she wants to win, and that's, that's, that's why she came here. Um, that's come from the program she played in in AAU in high school. They're winning programs, and that's that's why she came here. She wants to win, and so um, when we're winning, that's that's the whole point. And uh, sure, she'd love to win and have 35, but if you got to win and, and trust your teammates, you got to win and trust your teammates. You talk about Caroline with the nine assists. Um, Peyton McDaniel has 22 points, but with Steph, what's interesting to me is that for the second straight game, she scores seven, mm-hmm. and for the second straight game, she hits a three early in the third quarter that forces a timeout for the opponent. Mm-hmm. It just seems like if you can get these timely buckets from Steph, you're not asking for 12 to 15 a night from her, but if you can get these timely baskets from her, it just makes a huge difference. Huge difference. Huge difference. And and she can. And I know she can, and that's why I'm sticking with Steph, right? Because, like, um, if you look on her on – her, what, what's her team stats say? She's shooting 18% from three or something like that, right? Like She entered today three of 18 from three. Correct. And so, so you know, when, when my buddy, Rhett Wearsbo, who is the associate head coach at Indiana, calls me and he's looking at her stage, like, why are you playing Odekirk? He's going to hit me with that. And it's like I'm playing her because <laughs> I've seen this kid shoot. I know she can't. She has to settle into that. And, um, you know, but, but right, and this is what I'm trying to get done with our team is like, all right, today I thought Claire was better down the stretch. I thought Claire had really good energy, rebound, and stuff like that. And so, like, Claire took care of the end today. She took care – Steph took care of ECU at the end. Mm-hmm. So, 
this is this is a partnership. This is not this is not always a competition. It's a partnership. And so, um, I thought I thought Steph is finally getting her like two for six. I'd take that every game from thirty three percent. Now, yeah, I want her to make a free throw and rebound like four, four more of those bad boys. But um, okay, um, and and so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm okay with what she's doing. She provides us a really good calm and leadership, um, and I think she's a glue she's a glue player for us. Two games now, in these two games combined, you've had three players in double-figure scoring. And you said before the season that this is a group that's more united than last year's group. Mm-hmm. And it shows, obviously, in the results so far, you're 6-2 and two for the first time since 1920. So your players, they look, they look at their stats. They know. They're going to look at today's stats and be like, wow, like we can do this together. Like, yeah, if I score seven, you score six, you score five, like mm-hmm. that'll work. Yeah, no. Um, there's an in, there's a, there's a selflessness to it, um, and I think that was only demonstrated further today um, with 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 Kiki not filling that thing up to 25, 27 points or something like that. Um, but I thought, I mean, you think about it, you got two freshman post players that come in, step in, and, and go seven for seven combined. Um, you know, both combined missed four free throws, Corey, but don't even, <laughs> even talk about the ten ten we left at the free throw line, but. Um, no, it, it it can be that, and it's going to be really hard as a as a coach and coaching staff to keep everybody bought in through the the roller coaster parts of that. Because there's going to be roller coaster parts where, you know, I mean, you Steph and Claire, right? Steph didn't play the end today. Does she? Does she get? It? Is there any sort of salt, or is it no? We won, and that's about us getting a win. And I did what I had to do. Claire did what she had to do. I'm happy for Claire. So. That's what I'm hoping to get to, but that, that, that requires a lot of trust and buy-in from, from our team. So I'm hopeful. Okay. Seven days before your next game against William & Mary, uh, tell us how you kind of plan to configure the week. <laughs> um, I mean, very honestly, no idea. Okay. Um, I just I was glad to get to 405 with a win. Um, I got a couple of recruiting ventures I know we were trying to go see. Um, but – uh, we, we, we have to be like every day I wake up with, with this group. It's like, let's get better. Let's get better. Let's get better. And I think we, we have room to do that. And I think we have desire to do that. So um, I know we'll be off tomorrow, but, you know, it might be a Tuesday, Wednesday off Thursday and then Friday, Saturday, get ready to for, for an absolute war down there in William and Mary. That's going to be uh, tougher than everybody thinks. So you can start hearing that from my voice already. All right. We will uh, use that message moving forward. <laughs> Head coach Sean O'Regan joining us. James Madison beats Maryland Eastern Shore today, 70-59. to 59. The Dukes are now 6-2 and two on the year. Coach, appreciate the time as always. Thank you.